0: Man, shut the door, sit down, calm your ears, and stop listening to what your mama needs you to be doing right now. You're going to listen to the Boxing Podcast. Okay. Hit it. Okay. Well, I'll tell you guys one thing i have had a week where my boxing research has been very on its low end i don't know what happened last week with boxing um i know there was an important fight with virgil ortiz and Mauricio hooker and i do know who won and i do know how it ended and the only reason i know that is because I went on my Instagram, and I saw the highlights that DAZN offers or posts on their pages. Um, But other than that, we are just going to fucking freestyle this shit, man. I'm not going to stick to any agenda. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about boxing. So to help me do that, I'm going to scroll through my Instagram account. Um, And you know what? I think I know I'm going to do this. And you guys might think that this is fucking stealing, and it probably is. But I know of a boxing account that does a really good job at keeping up with the boxing news. <laughs> and I'm just going to go go to their page, pull up their post, and talk about what they're talking about. Not what they're saying, but I'll give you my opinion on it. First, let's start off with floyd mayweather's new video of him wearing his blue red and white shirt and he's wearing that blue um he's just wearing like a blue like a baby blue uh dad's hat and he has his teal green winning gloves and he's hitting the bag while people are throwing money at him I know I know Floyd mayweather does that for like money effect to make himself look rich but when he's working out and they're throwing money at him it just kind of makes him look like a stripper working away at a bag um to get more money and you know technically that's what he does he trains so that he can perform and make some money but just seeing him do that just makes him look trashy uh, i do love floyd mayweather but god damn that fucking just don't do that no more dude just fucking hit the bag <laughs> he look like a stripper um but yeah i mean in his caption he posted they are worried about the legacy. I'm worried about the currency. Floyd, we all know you're worried about the currency. We know you don't give a shit about your legacy. We know you don't give a shit about what the fans want from you. We know we, you don't give a shit about boxing. Other than the fact that boxing can make you a ton of fucking money in 12 rounds. 36 minutes or less. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Floyd has been teasing a comeback for the longest time. He was gonna come back and box Logan Paul, but they haven't boxed because apparently they were not getting the um, they were not getting the buys that they were expecting. I know that they were going to. Uh, they started off selling the tickets really early, and uh, the point of selling them early was anyone that bought the tickets early were was going to get them at a discounted price. The longer it took for you to buy your tickets, the most, it, the more it was going to become more expensive, right? And um, that is a sure way of finding out whether you are going to get um, a lot of viewers. Um, but here's the thing, dude. If Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul fight, I know who's winning that fight. Floyd Mayweather is. But take my fucking money, dude. It's a spectacle. It's a circus show. It's a clown show. It's Floyd Mayweather and it's Logan Paul in the ring. I mean, I think probably the best part we get out of that is watching Floyd go to work, kicking uh, Logan Paul's ass, and just kind of uh, seeing if Logan Paul has that um, one hit shot. <laughs> but that's about it. I mean,. But Floyd looks like he's living a fucking great life. I mean, he's he has so many business ventures. I know he got like CBD gummies with fucking um, smiles. He has a ton, like he has fucking um, the strip club. He calls it Girl Collection. And he's a boxer and he's obviously a promoter, and um, he travels a ton. And of course, he has his little fucking fake hair implant. Um, the beard. Don't know how I feel about the beard. I think it would look good if I knew it was natural, but just because I know that that's was surgically inserted, it just it's like fake boobs. Like they look good, but then you just know that they're not real. So then it's like, no. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's just how I feel about that. Um, let's see what else is what, what else is Floyd up to. Flying on jets, that's normal. Wearing awesome outfits where the pants are too skinny and he looks like a fucking lollipop walking on two popsicle sticks. Uh, I'm still talking trash about 50 cent. And showing off his money and pretending like he didn't murder his fucking ex-wife. <laughs> Uh, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Dude, don't kill me, bro. Um, okay. But yeah, that's that's enough about Floyd. Let's let's see what else is on this fucking boxing page. Y'all, I'm not gonna tell you who this boxing page is. Because this dude is the type of dude to start shit with other fucking boxing pages. And I don't want any of that smoke unless it's in person. I'll kick this boy's ass. Um, so... Damn, Wi-Fi's lagging a little bit. Uh, okay so that's Floyd um ah yeah there was also a video of this chick from the UFC who steps onto the scales and then she fucking just like steps back a little bit while she's on the scale she kind of catches herself tries to stay still you know cause when you're on the scale you gotta stay very fucking still like, be, like the guy weighing you is even bitching if you like put your hands up like this but she's trying her best to stay still And then after like the third time Of trying to stay still She just falls back Hits her head on the back of the fucking UFC Banner and just falls down and Luckily that banner was there uh, Because it fucking caught her And it broke her fall dude If she would have fallen back That thing was not there Her head boom in the back of the head And that is not a good place to get hit Um, And looking at the comments I see a couple of well-known people commenting on it. We had WBC Moro, um Marciano Solomon. He post-tweeted or posted, not tweet. This was on Instagram. He said, "Weight is the natural enemy of fighters. Rapid weight loss, irresponsible weight cutting, and wrong rehydration are very dangerous." Yeah, I don't know, dude. I think when you're a belt organization that is okay with um very large fighters coming down and wait to fight smaller fighters you don't really have room to speak on this because a you're making large fighters dehydrate or not making but you still back them they dehydrate um one day before the fight they're like 30 pounds lighter and then the next day they rehydrate the fuck out of themselves and they're like 30 pounds 3 classes above and then they fight the fighters and it's the most bullshit um, in boxing because um, one it's dangerous for the fighter that dehydrated and two it's dangerous for the fighter that has to fight the bigger fighter so um, WBC get the fuck out of here Uh, We had Clarissa Shields, the quote, the greatest woman of all time. She also commented on it. She said, felt so sad seeing this. Makes me rethink going to 147. She must not have lost weight properly. Bitch. Yeah, probably. Yeah, she probably didn't lose weight properly. And Clarissa Shields, you're fucking huge. I'm not saying you're fat, but you're huge, dude. Yes, you do have to go back up in weight. You gotta stop fighting all these tiny women, and fight women more your size or or better yet, go to the UFC because you're not gonna find a challenge in boxing that's going to destroy you. You are the greatest woman of all time. There's no there's no doubt about it. Just stop wasting your time in boxing. Uh, go to the UFC, fight Cyborg, and then fight Amanda Nunes, and then come back to the sport of boxing. And maybe by then you'll have somebody that you can fight that is worth the fucking challenge. Um, because right now, I'm not really tuning into any of your fights, because I know you're gonna win every single fight. That's how good you are. I'm giving you props. I'm not saying you're not an exciting fighter. I'm just saying I'm not excited to see you kick the shit out of a lesser opponent. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, who was this girl? The girl that was in this fucking video that just passed out? God damn, do they they have her name in here? Um, No, they don't, but Jesus Christ, I hope you're doing fine, whoever you are, and I hope you are, um, either starting cutting weight a lot earlier in camp and staying ready, or maybe just got a a team of scientists working on you, uh, because Jesus Christ, watching this video made me sad, and, um, yeah, I've seen, I've seen terrible videos on rehydration uh issues i mean i've seen what is it like videos of cyborgs sitting in a fucking hot ass sauna or she's sitting in a shower wrapped in fucking towels just trying to sweat everything out um oh god yeah it's just terrible god damn that is so fucking terrible i just i keep watching the video and re- i have it on replay oh. It's just so sad. God, fighters go through way too much. And not only that, you're so starved. You're so dehydrated. And if you're not fucking anybody because you believe in the rule of not fucking anyone before a fight for strong legs, you're very fucking horny. So you're hungry, horny, dehydrated. You feel like you're about to faint. And not only that, you have somebody across the ring telling you they're going to kick your ass. Bro. And then the next day, it's time to go to war. It's hard for UFC fighters. It's hard for boxers. Stop being little bitches. Give us our credit and respect the sport. And, um, yeah, we need more respect in that regard. Anyways, let's scroll down a little further. Guys, okay, you know what? And maybe I kind of missed out on talking about this, but as we all know, The marvelous Marvin Hagler passed away at the age of, I believe, 66 years old, and um, it was March 13th. That's when he passed away. Fuck, dude. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I watched a ton of his fights, but I did know the uh, um, immense impact that this fighter had on the boxing world. Um, He was all about war. He wore the little fucking trucker's hat that said war in like capital bold letters Um, a lot of people regard him as the best middleweight ever, um, and, you know, this past weekend, I did sit down, and I, if you were watching my stories, I watched Sugar Ray Leonard versus, uh, Marvin Hagler, and fuck, dude, what a fight, and actually, this is, this is perfect time to talk about, to talk about that fight, because I did want to talk about this fight, um. And Marvin Hagler, God, dude, the guy has a fucking granite chin. He's so determined. Even when his opponent, in this case, Sugar Ray Leonard, was hitting him from every angle and just respecting him with all of the skill and the taunts and the showboating. Boy, kept coming forward, kept getting fucking just trucked in the face and just... And eventually, he was able to make the fight a fucking war. Just like his hats would say, he made it a fucking war. And he was just, he had Leonard against a rope, just pounding away at his fucking body. And in the last round, in the last final 10 seconds, if the fight were any longer, if the fight were 15 rounds, I could see Marvin, uh, Marvelous Hagler, um, actually, it's Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Taking the fight from Sugar Ray Leonard because Sugar Ray Leonard was fucking gassed throughout that whole fight at the beginning of the fight. And this is where I get into talking about how great of a fight Sugar Ray Leonard versus Marvin Hagler was. The beginning of the fight was fucking beautiful. And I guess I never realized, and I'm always going to bring Pacquiao up, so I'm sorry, but he's who's on my wall, and he was on my wall first. If you guys didn't notice, I got a new poster. That's me and Mike Tyson duking it out on Mike Tyson's uh, punch out from uh, Nintendo, the game, the Nintendo game. But now I, I, I remember a long time ago hearing Pacquiao in an interview saying he loved watching Sugar Ray Leonard uh, footage um, and watching him fight because he was very inspired by him. And oh my God, you guys are gonna think I'm such a newbie, but I really haven't watched much of uh, Sugar Ray Leonard up until yesterday. Um, I sat down and I watched Marvin Hagler versus Sugar Ray Leonard, and that fight was insane. The footwork was crazy. I know where Pacquiao gets his footwork from now. I know where Pacquiao gets his punching from different angles, and the way he fights was with his hands down and then picks him up. Like Pacquiao, when he's going in a fl- like when he's hitting you from different angles. His hands aren't right here and hitting you from different angles. His hands are down here and then they comes up and then it comes up and then it goes forward and then it goes down. And that's how Sugar Ray Leonard fought. And that's how where Manny Pacquiao gets his inspiration from. That's how he fights. He fights like Sugar Ray Leonard. However, he's shorter and he has shorter hands, um, shorter arms and, uh, yeah dude oh my god dude I'm sorry I know this is supposed to be about marvelous Marvin Hagler but Sugar Ray Leonard fought like a slimmer shorter more powerful Muhammad Ali and I don't know how I could say more powerful if Muhammad Ali was a heavyweight but really when you're at a middleweight and you got power it just fucking stings more cause that shit's coming out hard and fast um, but uh, yeah, Sugar Ray Leonard, goddamn, I'm in love with that guy now, and I'm I'm gonna watch more of his fights because I really do enjoy uh, studying Manny Pacquiao's footage. And uh, to think that I can actually go back to the man that Pacquiao watched growing up and learn from him is, in my eyes, a good idea. Uh, not that I compete professionally, but I do go to a boxing gym here in. Uh, Uh, where I'm from, and uh, that's where I use my skills, so yeah, let's scroll through this a little bit more, damn, I might fucking do this from now on, I do some research right before the podcast, and then it's like, it takes me a while, but this is smooth flowing, and it feels very conversational-like, guys, so, yeah, uh, God, let's see, Ah, yeah. So, um this past week, Canelo also uh, immortalized his hands. Um apparently he uh I don't know what where it was exactly, but uh he put his hands into some cement and then his shoes and then he wrote his name or his signature and uh it's kind of like the Hollywood stars, you know, damn guys. Hold on one second, because this is being recorded. I have the time to do this and cut this out. So I'm going to see where Canelo del- did this. Uh... Ah, okay. So here we go. Hands of stone. Canelo Alvarez makes impression at the Grumman's Chinese theater. Don't know where that's at. Uh, Mexican star places hands and feet in cement in Hollywood. Oh, maybe this is in Hollywood. Uh, Alvarez is the first boxer since 1936 to be so honored and second ever four division champion to fight Billy. Oh, whoops, my- that's going into something else. See one of Hollywood's oldest honors. The world champion boxer places hands and feet in cement outside the historic Grauman's Chinese Theater. In tradition dating back to 1927, the honor is usually reserved for Hollywood actors and Mexican elevators joins other big names including Roberto De Niro, Robert De Niro, (laughs) I thought that was going to be Robert Duran, Kirk Douglas, Al Pacino, Pacino, Al Pacino. I was waiting for my girlfriend to look at me because I know I pronounce names wrong all the time. And cementing his place as one of the most popular tourist attractions in Los Angeles. Guys, I'm breaking the third fucking wall. Sydney, what's that fucking place where everyone puts their like their hands on the fucking thing? You know where the stars and Michael Jackson, everyone hands it. Like the stars, you know how everyone like ripped out Donald Trump's fucking star? Yeah. Is, is that at the Chinese theater? Well, apparently my girlfriend's not a good resource for information. My girlfriend's really into Hollywood, so I thought she would know. <laughs> know <too. clears throat> anyways. Um, anyways, Canelo was able to place his hands and his footprints onto cement and basically... He's going to be putting this on what is Hollywood's oldest honor, um, cement outside of the historic ramen's Chinese Theater tradition dating back to 1927. Um, and looking at the image right now, dude, oh <laughs> uh, that's so stupid. I don't know, like what does what does that even say? Is that I see that it says Canelo, but. What's above that? I don't even know what that says above it. It's like he fucked up, and then he started all over again. Um, God, I'm sorry, but he did a terrible job at writing his fucking name. They should do a redo. Uh, But, yeah, that was another thing. Uh, Let's go into something else. We're going to talk about something that goes a little bit further back. Like, I'm talking three weeks ago back. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this photo. And I'm bringing this up because I know he's going to... I think he already announced this fight. But if you've seen the photo, then you've probably been shocked. Andy Ruiz' legs are fucking ripped. Dude, they're trunks. When you think of Pacquiao's trunk legs, now you think about Andy Ruiz's trunk legs. They're fucking jacked, dude. The teardrops on those bitches, god damn, he's going to make somebody cry. It's fucking insane. The photo is him at Canelo's gym, and he's hitting the fucking water bag. Um, just Jesus Christ, man. The stability, the power. The balance, which is the same as stability, almost that those legs would give you, is insane. When Andy Ruiz fights Anthony Joshua and he's still on Team Canelo, bet your fucking money on Ruiz because this kid is going to fuck the heavyweight division up. Put him against Deontay Wilder, put him against Tyson Fury. Put him against Anthony Joshua. Put him against Dillian White. I swear to God, this kid is going to fucking tear through the heavyweight division. And he's going to do it in fucking spectacular fashion. I believe it. Um, Although I do believe he will have trouble with Tyson Fury. Because Tyson Fury is fucking tall. He's taller than Anthony Joshua. And he has longer arms than Anthony Joshua. And what Andy Ruiz has a hard time doing is getting in on guys because their arms are too long. And that's fucking hard. I was sparring somebody this past weekend who was very fucking tall and long- lengthy. And goddamn, dude, it's the most annoying thing is, like, you'll think, like, okay, I'm gonna get in on this guy, but I'm gonna move my fucking head. So then you think, okay, let me move my fucking head. But right when you're about to fucking move your fucking head, they stick you with a fucking jab, and it stuns you, and you're just like, damn, what do I do? And then you're like, okay, I should move my head. And then, bam, they hit you again, and you're just like, damn. So you just have to like back up and then then think and then you move forward and then you start. Um, that's where I see Andy Ruiz having trouble with Tyson Fury. And um, but other than that, I know he'll fucking Molly Whop, Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder and Dillian White. And it's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. He's going to get hit. He might get dropped. But uh, this kid's on a fucking mission and I'm glad because I I did not think he would be on a mission. Honestly, I thought Andy Ruiz was going to join Team Canelo and I thought he was going to disappoint everybody. Because, bro, every time I go on this motherfucker's stories, all I see is cookouts chilling in the pool, smoking with some homies, and eating donuts and advertising CBD from other companies. I swear to God, dude, this guy gets too many people reaching out to him to uh, advertise and promote their products. He's eating at different pizzerias every fucking weekend and taco shops, and it's fucking hilarious. But love you, Andy Ruiz. Keep that shit up. Puro Mexicano. Dude's ripped. (coughs) Um... Oh, dude. Let's talk about how everyone's talk blowing the smoke up uh, up. Let's talk about how everyone is blowing smoke up of up Benavides's ass. Okay, dude. David Benavides is not gonna knock out Canelo. David Benavides isn't going to beat Canelo. David Benavides isn't going to come close on the scorecards with Canelo. David Benavides is not a threat to Canelo. It's fucking crazy. I don't know why. It's like when you're the top boxer and you start just blowing through everybody and there's no one left, people will just fall back on what's left. Like they'll fall back on some dude that like no one brought up in the past like couple of months. And they'll be like, this is the guy that's going to beat him. And uh, he's going to beat him because he's going to beat him. And that's the only reason they have. Bro, what does what has David Benavides done to impress us at all? Like, who, what top competition has he fought that makes you think he'll knock out Canelo? This dude has trouble making weight. When he does make weight, he looks fucking he look he looks skinny fat. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I shouldn't talk shit about fighters because if I ever want to get them on the podcast. It's not going to go good if they like watch any of my past podcasts, but I'm just being fucking real and I'm never going to hide that shit from you guys. This kid's not going to fucking beat him. Like he steps on the way at 168 and puts takes a video of it and posts it on his Instagram. Who fucking does that? You do that when you're proud. You do that when something was really hard to achieve and you want to share it to the world and you're posting pictures and videos of you getting on the scale and making weight. You're way too fucking proud, and that was way too fucking hard for you. There's no way, dude. There's no fucking way. Um, so everyone needs to chill the fuck out, and you know who really needs to chill the fuck out who's been butthurt since they fucking lost their fight against Canelo? Not Gennady Golovkin, but his old fucking trainer, dude. What's his name? God damn, what's his fucking name? It's like Jose Diaz, Jose Diaz. Jesus Christ, let me just, let me Google. Let me do a quick Google. Abel Sanchez. I don't have to Google it. I already knew it. I swear to God. I didn't even Google it. I was close. But <clears throat> Abel Sanchez is butthurt as fuck and he keeps blowing smoke up David Benavides' his ass. And he does this every time. And then Canelo goes out there and shuts him up. Um Bro, Abel Sanchez, I'm calling you out, motherfucker. David Benavides is not gonna beat Canelo. You're just butthurt that Canelo beat your one and only good fighter. And then your one and only good fighter left you because he didn't think you were capable of training him and getting him to the level that he needed to be to beat Canelo. <clears throat> Abel Sanchez, I will say you are a good boxing trainer, but you also have a fucking problem where you're making the boxing business way too fucking personal. When you get when you lose, take your loss, and that's it, dude. Walk away. And that's it, you know? This almost reminds me of uh and you know, and not so much because Robert Garcia respects Pacquiao, but at the beginning, when he did begin his feud with Pacquiao, you know, when he trained Margarita, Antonio Margarita in 2010, and Pacquiao fought, you know, you had Robert Garcia's team fucking slamming Pacquiao, calling him a short Asian, saying all this racist shit. And I hate that I bring Pacquiao into this so much, but it's just an example. Robert Garcia was all against Pacquiao. Boom, we're going to beat you. We're going to beat your ass. Blah, blah, blah. Pacquiao can't do shit. Margarita loses. And then t- 2013 comes around. Pacquiao's fighting Brandon Rios, another fighter from Robert Garcia. Robert Garcia, we're going to beat Pacquiao. He's not the same anymore. Blah, blah, blah. We're going to beat him. We're going to defeat him. Blah, blah, blah. Manny Pacquiao defeats Brandon Rios. Makes Robert Garcia look damn dumb then now we're coming up again Mikey Garcia is probably and very likely going to fight Manny Pacquiao and Robert Garcia I'm just waiting for you to start talking your shit and oh my god I hope to God that Pacquiao destroys Mikey Garcia and I would hold it on the shit talking because Pacquiao at the age of 43 destroys your younger brother Mikey Garcia Who's in his prime? Who's only had one defeat, and that was against Aero Spence last year. You're just gonna look bad, and that's all I have to say about that. But that's how Abel Sanchez is acting. One of his fighter gets one of his fighters gets beat by Canelo Alvarez, and then he fucking shifts. He's like, okay, time to find some other fighter that I think will fight him. And yeah, but David Benavides is good. He's very tall. Um, he's a he's a pretty big super middleweight, and uh, he's very fast. He has very fast um hands on the inside. Uh, the only thing with that is though, they're not really strong punches because they're like you know they're like slapping punches. Not to say that he couldn't kick my ass. He'd kick my ass. Duh. Any boxer I talk about would kick my ass. I'm just talking the truth here and I feel like I can talk the truth because I have very minimal boxing experience but I still I can still say it if one of these fighters wanted to fight me and kick my ass I'd let them I wouldn't mind um, I'd do it just for fun Ugh. Suhudo and fucking Canelo versus uh, Canelo uh, boxing podcast with Mike Tyson. Oh my god, dude! Put triple cringe in there to um, translate for Canelo, and then Canelo just started speaking English. Uh, that was great. That was uh, that was good. It was um, it was a good podcast. I mean, I watched like half of it. Uh, I thought it was very interesting that Canelo started speaking English because, I mean, there hasn't really been many interviews where he just decides to hit the switch and go from Spanish to English. I mean, that's always been a big concern of many of his promoters is that uh, he wasn't really going to make it big in the USA because he speaks Spanish. And when you got a boxer, you really want to relate to them and you want to understand what they're saying. You don't want to hear what the promoter says. Promoter always gives you, like, a fucked-up version of what they say. They don't include the swear words. They don't really—the intent isn't there. I mean, like, just what they're really trying to say isn't there. Um, And me being bilingual, I—Goddamn, there are some terrible translators, dude. Like, some of the things that these Mexican fighters be saying post-fight interviews— uh, just get butchered. Just get a lot of information gets lost. A lot of, a lot of potential fights have been lost in translations because they, uh, they just. I'm not. Never mind. I'm just shitting on everyone today. We do need new translators, and for that, I suggest getting Henry Cejudo in there because that motherfucker did a good job for the start of the uh, Mike Tyson podcast. The dude is uh, retired. He's not fighting in the UFC anymore. Um, I'm, not, I'm sure he's not doing any Olympic. Oh, I'm sure he's training Olympians. He was an ex, or not, not an ex. You can't say ex Olympian. I just nominate Henry Cejudo to be the next um, translator because I think he did a good job. He did a really good job, and I did not think he would. But uh, the kid knows the Spanish. He looks whitewashed as fuck, but he knows the Spanish and. Everything that Canelo was saying to him, he was repeating it back to Mike Tyson in English words that meant exactly what Canelo was doing, and I did not think he'd have it in him, because that dude, he's surrounded by so many white people, it's fucking insane. I love you white people, I'm not being racist. Uh, So yeah, damn, how far are we? How long is this podcast? 33 minutes, fuck! Fuck! Okay, guys, I want to talk about one more thing. And maybe let's let's talk one more thing um, about the future. What's happening next week? Do we have any good uh, boxing fights happening next week? How about something that I learned about 21 hours ago? We always got people reporting fake news. And damn, I haven't heard of Dante's Boxing Nation in so long. If you know who Dante's Boxing Nation is... You're an original gangster, you're an OG boxing fan, because, and I'm going to say this, if you're an original fan, if you know you know, you know that when Dante's Boxing Nation's video, YouTube video starts, all you see is a bitch with a bubblicious ass walking in some fucking panties and say, hi, this is Selena, welcome to boxing, Dante's Boxing Nation, And then the video starts. It's always like that. And then she goes, and then she walks away and the fucking camera zooms in, pans into her ass. And then the video starts. I always hated watching Dante's boxing nation videos because of that, because I never felt comfortable with my family or friends walking in the back room and thinking I was watching the beginning of a porno scene. That's just how I always felt. It just always felt like the beginning of a porno scene. So, um, nah, but I'm fucking with you. Dante's Boxing Nation is dope as fuck. It's just the intros. So funny. I don't, I wonder how much he paid those girls to do that. Um, I should do that. Anyways. So, breaking news that's also fake news is that Ryan Garcia requested to be removed from Devin Haney's WBC mandatory position. Petitions to WBC President Solomon. Um, so it's like true and false news. It's just the way that this boxing reporter, Dante's boxing nation reported it to the world. It was making Ryan Garcia look bad. And, um, the only reason Ryan Garcia requested to be the mandatory for Devin Haney is because if he fights right now, you nor I are going to have the chance to see that fight in person. we're going to have to watch him from TV And uh, as young as these fighters are, that fight's pretty historic. I mean, it's crazy to even say that because they're so young and they don't really have much professional experience. Um, But that fight really is going to be historic. I mean, you have what you could call the next Oscar De La Hoya, Golden Boy, The Pretty Boy, and Ryan Garcia. And then you got the defensive, money-flashing... Um, next Floyd Mayweather and Devin Haney and you got them going up against each other at a very young age they're so fucking ripe dude like if you're talking boxing standards as of right now actually just anytime in general dude fucking 22 years old is a ripe fucking age dog and they have so much attention um, making so much money god they have so much fucking clout behind them these two boys that's why this fight's gonna be so fucking historic is because they got balls they want to fight each other from the get and then maybe we'll fight again later on like dude 10 years from now they could have another fight and they'd be like okay I'll watch it I mean Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford are in their like mid 30s and they haven't even gotten fight one out of the way you know these kids are in their fucking early 20s and they're trying to get fight one out of the way maybe fight two a couple years later and then fight three at the end of their career. And then we'll see, you know, who bested, be- who bested, who out of those three fights. Uh, so yeah, the thing with this is the f- reporter just made it seem like Ryan Garcia was doing it to fucking run away from Devin Haney, but both teams agreed. Bill Haney and uh, Devin Haney both agreed that like, yeah, that makes sense. Let's fight when there's a live gate, uh, when we can make more fucking money. And, um, You know, this makes me think they could go to Texas. I mean, Texas lifted all the orders, right? Yeah, I think so. But yeah, dude, these kids are about their money and they're about their legacy, dude. Much fucking respect. Let's get that fight going as soon as California opens up or Nevada. And if not, let's take it to Texas because that's where everyone's going. That's where Joe Rogan's going. Let's fucking do it. Uh, But yeah. Goddamn, that wasn't really the future of what's going to happen next. But I did want to mention one thing before I end the podcast is that boxing is now separating the boxing media pages from boxing clothing. And I'm not calling it boxing clothing, but basically for the few of you that don't know is that boxing originally started as a clothing brand um, for boxers. And more specifically, it's uh, it's a special boxing tra- they spe- special boxing training garments crafted for the creative boxer. So if you like fucking boxing and being a different type of fighter than just a typical fighter, then this clothing brand's for you. I mean, do you think differently when you're in there? Do you want to throw your punches differently? Do you want to throw different? Uh, Use different levels of power while you're in the ring to confuse your opponent? Do you like to have footwork and giving them different angles and different uh, stances so you can confuse your fighter? Um, Just fighting different than the person being trained next to you. I mean, if your trainer's training you the same way that he's training your buddy over here, do you want to fight the same way as your buddy over here or the buddy over there? No, you want to fight differently. You want to be a different type of fighter. You don't want to be the same. You don't want to be fucking cookie cutter. Because if you were, then it'd be easy as fuck to figure you out. And that's what boxing is about. We're about fighting different, motherfucker. And that's all there is to it. Um, we'll take the past. We'll take the new. We'll take the present. We'll run with it all. But we're also adding some spice to it. So... Um, Yeah, that uh, we right now it's only the uh Instagram pages where we've gone as far as separating it, but you can follow us at boxing.art that is b o x n dot a r t. Um, and then that's also our website, so we are dropping um the second release of our clothing, and actually it's already out on the website, um, however. It's not completely laid out, guys. I'm telling you guys, this is a one-man team. Um, I'm doing all this shit on my own. So, you can go see the new the new line. You can even start ordering it now. But And as far as promotions go, promotions for the new uh, clothing drop are coming out later. But I'd love you guys' support. Go get some fucking boxing clothing and go fight smart. Go fight different in your boxing garments. So... Yeah. Until next week, guys.